Hey, this is James Newcomb, and welcome to this special Christmas edition of Newcombio. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Nathan's lip trembled as he counted the sheep for the third time. The flock was grazing on the low slope of the hillside. Soon it would be time to lead them to the fold, and Nathan knew he must make sure they were all in. The boy had grown up with the flock, following his father Ira before dawn to lead them out to the dew-wet pasture when the streams were dried up. Ira had trained his son well. A good shepherd loves his sheep, he said. He must know them by name. He'll even risk his life to protect them. Ira told Nathan stories of David, the shepherd boy who had killed a lion and a bear to save his sheep. When you are brave, you may have a lamb of your own, he said. Nathan could hardly wait for that day. My lamb will be the finest in all the world, he promised. When he told his friends about it, one of the older boys said that the best lambs were offered as a sacrifice. This troubled Nathan. He was sure he could never give up his lamb. Surely they would take one from the flock and not his own. Iris' sheep knew his voice and would follow wherever he led them. He had introduced Nathan to the flock, so they knew the boy also. Nathan was ten and old enough to shepherd the flock himself. Ninety-nine... Nathan said sadly. Where is that silly ewe? He picked up his shepherd's pipe. He played a gay little tune and turned to see the sheep with heads raised, looking in his direction. They knew the signal well. It meant that he would lead them to the safety of the fold. Nathan started homeward, and they followed him. When he reached the sheepfold, his father was waiting, and Ira noticed the anxious look on his son's face. What troubles you, son? he said. One of the sheep is missing, Nathan said dejectedly. If you'll fold them, I'll hurry to look for it. Ira handed the boy a stout club, his own shepherd's crook, and bread and cheese for the evening meal. His heart was proud as he watched his son go. As Nathan made his way to the shepherd's field, he began to play his pipe. Every so often, he would stop to cup his hands to his mouth, call to the lost animal, and listen for its answering bleat. He was afraid for the ewe which was missing, how frightened she would be alone on the hillside. Likely it would wander further and further away, looking for the flock. 
Nathan picked his way through the thorn bushes that cut his arms and sharp rocks that bruised his feet down a rocky slope into a deep ravine. In the distance, he could hear the cry of a jackal. When he was so tired he could go no further, he sat down on a rock to eat his supper. Then, wrapping his shepherd's cloak about him, he curled up to rest. When he awoke and looked about him, a full moon made the night so bright he could see quite clearly. Above and just ahead of him was a huge rock he had not noticed before. He made the climb to the rock and, examining it, found a split wide enough to squeeze through. He probed the hole with his staff, and a frightened bleat startled him. Pulling himself into the opening, he felt in the darkness until his hand touched the animal's head. Then he heard another sound, a faint whimpering. The ewe had wandered off from the flock to have her lamb and had found a safe place in the rock. Nathan fell to his knees before the ewe and stroked her comfortingly. Then he gathered the trembling lamb into the folds of his cloak. You were born at midnight, so midnight will be your name, he whispered to the lamb. With a hand on the ewe's head, he turned homeward. A roaring campfire burned when Nathan reached the tent. His mother was preparing a hot meal, and his father came to meet him. Here's your sheep which was lost, and here's little midnight. One hundred and one, he told his father. Ira grinned as the boy drew the lamb from under his cloak. In the light of the fire, he could see that it was black. Midnight it shall be, he said, and examining the creature with experienced hands, he found it to be a sturdy animal. Midnight is yours, my son. You have been a brave shepherd. My very own lamb, said Nathan, and he took the tiny animal up in his arms. As the days passed, Nathan and the lamb were inseparable, and there was no mistaking that they belonged to each other. The lamb grew into a beautiful animal under Nathan's care, and sometimes he thought about the sacrifice and wondered if he could ever give midnight up. As the cold winter winds began to blow, herdsmen huddled close to the fire and told stories that they had heard from shepherds of long ago. It seemed to Nathan that each man tried to outdo the others. He wondered if he would ever have an exciting story to tell his own children. He had not long to wait, for one dark night he was awakened by a voice unlike any he had ever heard. The sky was bright, and the shepherds were terrified. Nathan drew close to his father, and even he shook with fear. The shepherds said it was the voice of an angel. Fear not, shepherds. I have good news for you and for all people. A Savior Christ the Lord is born in the city of David. You will find him lying in a manger in Bethlehem. Suddenly there was a great host of angels singing, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Nathan felt his father's arm close about him and heard Ira's voice join the other shepherds. Let us hurry to see this that the Lord has told to us. The boy wished that he had wings like a bird, so he could fly to the place. Instead, he walked with his father at midnight, followed close at his heels. They found the stable just as the angel had said, and a tiny baby with his mother and father. The place looked so bare, Nathan thought. He turned to Ira. Should we have a gift for the child on this birth night? He asked. 
Iris smiled down at his son, then moved forward to place his staff in the father's hand. It is not much, he said, but I made it myself, and it will protect the child. Nathan had no staff, nor any gift, but as he pondered this, Midnight nuzzled his warm nose into his master's hand, and all the love the two had for each other showed as Nathan threw his arms around his pet. A stifling sob from Nathan and a glad little cry from the lamb wakened the baby. As Nathan, the lamb in his arms, moved toward the mother, she leaned forward to catch his words. This lamb is my gift, he said. When your son is older, tell him that a good shepherd will give his life for his sheep. Nathan would never forget the young mother's look, nor the trembling of her hand as she stroked midnight. As the shepherds left, singing praises to God for the wonders they had seen, Nathan knew now that he would have a story to tell. <laughs>